Good morning and welcome to Tea Fairy Storytime. I just want to say thank you for joining me. Um, today we will be reading some more of Aesop's Fables. I do have a chapter book that arrived in the mail and I will be introducing that um, very soon. I kind of want to familiarize myself with the chapter book and I will be setting a date to start the chapter book um, very soon, uh, both on Facebook and YouTube, because I will be sharing the first chapter of it. And then I will read the entire book here on the podcast. Oh, why do I yawn every time that I get started? Goodness gracious. All right. Today we'll be reading 10 of Aesop's fables. And the first one is called The Boys and the Frogs. Some mischievous boys were playing on the edge of a pond and catching sight of some frogs swimming about in the shallow water. They began to amuse themselves by pelting them with stones, and they killed several of them. At last, one of the frogs put his head out of the water and said, Oh, stop, stop, I beg of you. What is sport for you is death to us. That can be taken in so many ways. The next one, the northern wind and the sun. A dispute arose between the north wind and the sun, each claiming that he was stronger than the other. At last, they agreed to try their powers upon a traveler to see which could soonest strip him of his coat, his cloak. The north wind had the first try and gathering up all his forces for the attack, he came whirling furiously down upon the man and caught up his cloak cloak as though he would wrestle it from him by one single effort but the harder he blew the more closely the man wrapped it around himself then came the turn of the sun at first he beamed gently upon the traveler who soon unclasped his coat and walked on with his hanging with it hanging loosely about his shoulders then he shone forth in his full strength and the man before he had gone many steps was glad to throw his cloak right off and complete his journey through his cloakroom. Right off and complete his journey more lightly clad. Persuasion is better than force. All right, number three, the mistress and her servant. A widow, thrifty and industrious, had two servants whom she kept pretty hard at work. They were not allowed to lie along a bed in the mornings, but the old lady had them up and doing as soon as the rooster crowed. They disliked intensely having to get up as much as an hour, especially in winter time, and they thought that if they were not for the If it were not for the rooster waking their mistress so horribly early, they would sleep longer, so they caught it and wrung its neck. But they weren't prepared for the consequences. For what happened was that their mistress, not hearing the rooster crow, was usually waking them earlier than ever, and even setting them to work in the middle of the night. Now we are moving on to number four, the goods and the ills. There was a time in the youth of the world when goods and ills entered equally into the concepts of men so that the goods did not prevail and to make them already blessed, for the ills to make them wholly miserable. 
but owing to the foolishness and happiness in the foolishness of mankind the ills multiplied greatly in number and increased in strength until it seemed as though they would deprive the goods for all share in human affairs to banish to banish them from the earth the latter therefore betook them selves to heaven and complained to jupiter for the treatment that they had received at the time time praying him to grant them protection for the ills and to advise them concerning the manner of their intercourse with men jupiter granted their request for protection and proceed that for the future they should not go along men openly in a body and so be liberal to attack from the hostile hills but singly liable to attack singly and unobserved and at infrequent infrequent and unexpected intervals hence it is that the earth is full of life for they come and go as they please and are never far away while goods alas come one day one only and have to travel all the way from heaven so that they are very seldom seen the frogs and the hare no the hares and the frogs the hares once gathered together and lamented the unhappiness of their lot exposed as they were to dangerous on all sides and lacking the strength and the courage to hold their own men dogs birds and beasts of prey were all their enemies and killed and devoured them daily and sooner than endure endure such prospection any longer they one and all determined to end their miserable lives thus resolved and desperate they rushed in a body towards a neighborhood pool intended to down themselves on the bank and were sitting a number of frogs who when they heard the noise of the hares as they ran with one accord leaping into the water and hidden and hid them across hid themselves in the depths then one of the older hares who was wiser than the rest cried out to his companions stop my friends take heart don't let us destroy ourselves after all we all see here are creatures who are afraid of us you must therefore still be more timed than ourselves timid oh i'm having a hard time reading this one folks the fox and the stork a fox invited a stork to dinner at which the only phase provided for a large flat dish of soup the fox lapped it up with his great irish relish but the stork with his long bill tried in vain to partake in the savory broth her evident distress caused the sly fox much amusement but not long after the stork invited him in turn and set before him a pitcher with a long and narrow neck into which 
she could get her bill with ease. Thus, while she enjoyed her dinner, the fox sat by hungry and helped, helpless for it's impossible for him to reach the tempting content of the vessel. The Wolf in Sheep's Clothing A wolf resolved to disguise himself in order that he may prey upon a flock of sheep without fear of detection, so he closed himself into a sheepskin and slipped under the sheep, and when they were ready to go out at pasture, he completely decided that the shepherds and when the flock was penned for the night, he would shut it in with the rest. But that very night, as it all happened, the shepherd required a supply of mutton for the table, laid hands on the wolf in mistake of a sheep, and killed him. Laid hands on the wolf and, and killed him with his knife on the spot. That's a sad one. Hmm. Some of these Aesop's fables are a little dark. The Stag in the Ox Hall. A stag chased from his lair by the hounds took refuge in a farmyard and entered a stable where a number of oxen were stalling, thrust himself under a pile of hay in a vacant stall where he lay concealed all by, all but the tips of his horns. Presently one of the oxen said to him, What has induced you to come here? Aren't you aware of the risk that you are running of being captured by the herdsmen? To which he replied, Pray let me stay for the present. When night comes, I shall easily recap undercover the dark. In the course of the afternoon, more than one of one of the farmhands came in to attend to the wants of the cattle, but not one of them noticed the presence of the stag, who accordingly began to corruptly congratulate himself on his escape and to express his gratitude to the oxen he wished you well said the one who had spoken delightfully for her but you are not out of danger yet if the master comes you will certainly be in the master in the master comes certainly be found out for nothing ever escapes his keen eyes presently sure enough in, in he came and made a great to-do about the way the oxen were kept the beasts are starving he cried here give them this more hay and let plenty of that little under plenty of litter under them as he spoke he seized an armful himself for the pile where the stag lay concealed and at once detected him calling his men he had him seized at once and killed for the table poor stag okay i think that this is the last one for the day let me see all right folks i think that that was it we actually read 11 today which might be why my reading started going a little wacky that and i'm tired i did not sleep well last night we have some major things going on in our life big move taking place very soon and uh yeah i'm just not i haven't been sleeping very well so i wake up kind of tired i don't know if you guys ever have that kind of a day where you have lots and lots of dreams and your brain's just working over time and some of them are not such great dreams and some of them are really interesting but you wake up tired like you've been working or on an adventure all night that's me today i'm waking up a little tired 
Another yawn. I wonder if it's contagious over a podcast. Do you yawn when I yawn? <laughs> anyway, um, if you're enjoying this podcast and the Aesop's Fables, you can always go to anchor.fm and leave me a nice little message there about podcast ideas that you have for it, suggestions, or just, you know, kind words. Always helps. Um, you can also become a sponsor of the podcast at the anchor.fm site. You can actually download Anchor onto your phone and on your website. You can access it on your computers. Um, I am enjoying anchor.fm as far as a source of being able to share stories and use it as a podcast. It's so easy. I really do suggest that you go and check it out. Um, Last but not least, you can find Tea Fairy Storytime here on the podcast, which gets shared from anchor.fm to Spotify and Google Podcasts and Pocket Casts and a variety of other podcast locations that I'm not really all that familiar with, but I would really like to check out. Um, you can also find me on YouTube and on Facebook at Tea Fairy and Friends Storytime and Adventures. And Tea Fairy is one word, T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y. Storytime is also one word in my world, S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E. And my email is teafairystorytime at gmail.com. That's T-E-A-F-A-I-R-Y-S-T-O-R-Y-T-I-M-E at gmail.com. And that's about it, I guess. Um, Maybe I'll finish, finish with a nursery rhyme. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. I don't know if you guys remember that one. It's a fun one. I'll sing it again. Jack and Jill went up the hill to fetch a pail of water. Jack fell down and broke his crown, and Jill came tumbling after. All right, guys, that's it for the day. Go and enjoy the sunshine. Have a wonderful day. Tune in again tomorrow for some more Aesop's Fables. And very, 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 very soon, I will be sharing a new book that was sent to me by an author. Um, She is an author here in the United States. Let me see if I can find her information before I go real quick. Her name is Michelle Margaret. But the book that she sent me, which is a chapter book, um, it's a very short chapter book, and I'm super excited to be able to share it with everybody. Um, Let's see, where is it? I have a picture of it here. It is called Sandy the Service Dog Lost in a Hurricane, and it is written by Michelle M. Dayarmin. D-E-Y-A-R-M-I-N. I'm going to have to get that pronunciation right. I will talk to her about that today. Um, And it's illustrated by Jess Burns. B-U-R-H-A-N-S. And I believe, but I'm not positive and I will find out soon, that you can find this on Amazon and order it so that you can read it along with me when I do start reading it. I'm also going to do a live Facebook presentation of the first chapter, which will also be put on YouTube, so you can see the cover work and any illustrations that might be inside. Um, 
and I'm super excited to start this book because I have a companion animal. It's not quite the same thing as a service dog, but she's my companion and she kind of gets me through my rough days and she's one of my bestest, bestest friends and I love dogs so much. So I'm super excited to read about Sandy the service dog lost in a hurricane by Michelle M. Dearmin. I really need to make sure that I'm pronouncing that right. D-E-Y-R-M-I-N. D-E-Y-A-R-M-I-N. Dearmin. All right, guys, that's it. No more story time today. I wish you all well. Go out and enjoy the sun and have a fabulous day. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye.